Okay, welcome to my show. Today is my uh, guest, Paul Ehrenfurth from Green Bay, Wisconsin. Paul has been metal detecting for a number of years, and I'm going to jump right in and we'll uh, talk to Paul. Paul, thanks for joining my show today. Anytime, Kenny. What got you into metal detecting, Paul? Uh, boy, I just wanted to uh, go back and do... I went to school at a one-room schoolhouse, and my grandmother taught at that same one-room schoolhouse in 1919 and 1920. And it was just a dream, you know, seeing guys do it and stuff, to go back and do that schoolhouse. That was kind of my main driving interest. All right. What uh, metal detector did you have back then, and which one did you start out with, and how old were you? Uh, boy, it was about uh, 15 years ago. So I was probably, you know, um, almost 50. Mm-hmm. And uh, I started out probably over my head because I read up, at a, up on it and stuff, and I wanted to go with a good one. Uh-huh. So I went with the DFX. Okay. Yep, the DFX is a good machine. I've I've got two of them. They're a real good machine. Yeah, and at the time, I probably could have started with something, you know, less, but I just, uh, like I said, I read and I uh, knew Whites was a good machine, and so I went with that. What machine are you running nowadays? Uh, I went... One more up to uh, the DFX uh, about six years, I mean, the V3i about six years ago. How do you like that machine? I love that machine. Did anyone get you into this metal detecting or? Um, no, I just kind of did it on my own. And in fact, I you know, saw a few guys doing it, but I never really talked to them. I just bought some magazines and uh, self-study, self-taught, okay. and got into it. Okay. What do you love about that V3i? Uh, the versatility. And like I said, with my DFX, I'm probably still over my head. <laughs> uh, I, <laughs> I came out uh, last year and took your class, uh-huh. um, which I enjoyed. Uh, probably enjoyed meeting you and the, the people more than anything else. You know, oh, I've been doing here. it a while now, so I did know some of the stuff. Uh, I always tell my friends when we go out, uh, well, whatever you want to call it, uh, dirt fishing, hunting, detecting together, uh, that the best treasures I find are the ones I meet. Yes, isn't that the truth? What was your first find that you when you got into this? Uh, boy, uh, I don't really remember. It must have been a piece of junk. <laughs> <laughs> but I have had good finds, you know, ever since then. Well, that's good. Did you see that posting I did today, what my first find was 51 years ago? You mean you didn't find a piece of junk before that? That was your first find or your first good find? That was my very first find when I started. Oh, boy. That's why I got bit on this hobby. (laughs) 
Yeah. But it's not like, uh, you know, sometimes they say a person goes into the casino and he wins, you know, the first time out and he expects to do that all the time. You're not like that, are you? No, no, no. Just every other time. (laughs) (laughs) You probably make it come true. (laughs) Oh, I have a lot of fun. Myself and Mike Schoonover and Marty Fankhauser, we we enjoy getting out all three of us together, you know. That's what the fun part of it is, the camaraderie, you know. If we find something, that's extra. Yep. Do you belong to a club at all, Paul? Yes, I do. I belong to the one local here in Green Bay, uh, Title Town Treasure Seekers. And how many members does that have? Um, we vary quite a bit. We are, um, yeah, just below 20. I am the treasurer of the last two years. Before that, um, I ran the gift table and, uh, did stuff, but I was working full time now and now I retired a year ago. So, uh, when they asked me to take an office, I did. You could enjoy life a little bit then. Yeah, I got a little more time to uh, help people out and, uh, you know, do things. Yeah, I just see a nice find that you uh, found a ring for a young lady, huh? Yes, uh, (laughs) that was a pretty good story. A little unusual, wasn't it? Yeah, go ahead and tell it. (laughs) I received a call from a, a guy I worked about 40 years with in the mill. He asked me if I could help out a young lady he knows at his dentist's office she was cleaning his teeth and said that she lost her wedding ring and mark says you know my machine's been in the closet about 15 years but i got a buddy that does it i think he's pretty good at it so (laughs) i had mentioned to uh scott him and i uh, go coin shooting down at eaa and the other sites parks and stuff Uh, he's a veterinarian so uh he asked if he could come along. I said, sure. And I told him, uh, well, this lady lost her wedding ring and it was eaten by her puppy that's seven months old. He says, oh, boy. (laughs) We stopped there on Friday. We had to play with the puppy a little bit and then uh, asked her, you know, how she lost it. And (laughs) she says she likes taking baths and she takes her rings off and put them on a towel and she was in the bathtub uh, and she heard this crunch, crunch, crunch and she said, what's that dog into now? So uh, when she got up, she went to put her ring on and uh, she realized what he was chewing on. Oh, no. <laughs> this was a, yeah, this was a month or two before she uh, you know, asked for help and they've uh, been going through what the dog passed, ho- hoping to find the ring. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if they borrowed, they didn't show it to us, but, uh, sounds when we walked in with our machine, she says, Oh, those are a lot nicer machines than what I was using. I think they maybe had a old radio shack or something, which you can find stuff with. Oh yeah. But, uh, but when you don't know what you're doing and, uh, you know, it all adds up the experience and the machine and uh, it, it helps. So that's right. Yeah, it does. I went in the bank backyard and uh asked her again well where does tucker was the dog's name (laughs) where does tucker do his thing and she says well he kind of likes to go in the back against the fence there 
So I told Scott, why don't you take the right side, I'll take the left, we'll divide it in half, get to the back, and there's a chain-link fence. Uh, I thought, that doesn't help, you know, if it's laying right next to the fence. Oh, yeah. Uh, and there was a lot of cedar trees in the back there, so it was kind of hard swinging, poking around, and um, we, well, first the yard was, you know, froze hard, and there was uh inch of water here and there that was, you know, frozen into ice. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we both kind of got through the cedars there, and we were maybe 10, 12 feet from the uh, back fence, and we have each uh, kind of chiseled away at something that, you know, could have been gold because, you know, as well as I do, gold it, it doesn't have the true signal of uh, something silver because, you know, they mix it with other metals. Right, yeah. Uh, but pretty soon Scott whistles to me and says, hey, I think I got it. So I went running over there just like the guys on TV. I probably looked like I didn't do any cartwheels. <laughs> <laughs> and he says, look, and I could see the outline. I sent you the pictures, uh, the outline of the ring there. And I said, I think you got it too. Well, <laughs> he's chiseling away with his trowel. He says, I don't want to hit it. Uh, so I said, wait a minute. You know, he's swinging all the way with as hard as he can. Uh-huh. And I put it down about a uh, inch from the ring, and I was pounding on the backside, the butt end of the trowel with my hand, and then it, a couple times it finally popped out. If I ever do this again, I think I'm going to bring a hammer. Cause, you know, <laughs> you don't want to swing, swing wildly and hit it. Right. Yep. So it popped out, and uh, I think the uh, lady, the owner, was watching us because she says. Well, I don't remember if she said well or it was on her face. Scott handed her the clump and he says, do you have some hot water? Boy, she had that thing out of there faster than you could, um, you know, say he took her the dog name. <laughs> Scott said to her, you must have some really hot water. She says, yes, I do. And she took the picture. She did a beautiful job of taking pictures. I told her she's going to have to uh, come along and take pictures of all our finds now. And she well, maybe if it warms up. Oh, that's a beautiful ring. She was very happy, and uh, well, we all were. It's, yeah, it's nice to do something, uh, you know, for somebody like that. Yeah, that's what's fun about this hobby. That someone loses something. Uh, I've been on numerous uh, finds for different people over the years, and just a smile on their face—it means a lot. Yep. You know, to tell you the truth, Kenny, sometimes I hesitate a little when people ask me because you know i don't want to let them down it's sure nice when it works out for everybody yeah you know sometimes they people don't know where they really lost it they think they lost it one place and they totally find it someplace else and that happens too you know true true and you know people are upset they lost something but I always refer to the, you know, woman that says, I lost my ring right here. Uh, no, this is where you looked and you saw it wasn't on your finger. Yeah, that's, you know, that's the thing. Yeah. You have to ask the right questions, retrace, you know, when do you think you had it or were you doing something where, you know, you're swinging your hands or you washed your hands or... Right, whatever. right. What is your most awesome find that you've uh, ever found? Uh, boy, you know, I have a few. Um, I 
do have uh, a spoon that I found that was about 12 inches down. It's like a big serving spoon, mm-hmm. and I can't remember the name of the company now, but it, uh, the bowl of the spoon is all etched out and everything. It's from Chicago, okay. 1873. I don't know why, but I like that silver spoon. Uh, you know, a friend, a friend of mine I, I also hunt with quite a bit, he says to me when I show him the spoon, he says, wow, that's really nice. Well, all I get is these bent up ones. But he says, why would people use silverware when they go on picnics? Yeah, <laughs> they do. <laughs> I never thought of it. Well, I never thought of it that way. I always think it was uh, some young boy that was playing in the sand, and he ran and he took his grandmother's or his uh, mom's good silverware out to dig in the sand with. That's mm-hmm. how I think they get lost. <laughs> oh, yeah, that could be too. Yeah, and my other one is... Uh, it's another ring story I rent from a guy I worked with uh, for a long time and at his mother's cottage, and he told me, he said, Paul, you do that metal detecting stuff? He said, my brother-in-law lost his wedding ring. Well, he, he didn't tell me the rest of the story. I, well, and this was when I first got into it, so I was overconfident. I said, I'll find it when I go up there on vacation. Well, it took me three days. I got swimmer's itch. It was in the lake. Oh, no. And it was. It was 30 feet from shore, but I checked the shoreline first. There again, I should have asked the story because yep. it would have helped me. Uh, it was 30 feet from shore. It was in about three feet of water, and it was in a foot of sand, but um, you know how that sits down. And at the yep. time, I was using my DFX. I wasn't using a water machine. Oh, okay. But come to find out, Rick uh, would invite his whole softball team up every year for their uh, end-of-the-season party, and they were playing. It's a beautiful sand-bottom lake. Uh, they were playing volleyball out there, and this guy thought his ring felt loose, and I had called him and talked to him, asked him how he, after I found it, how he had lost it. His ring was loose on his finger, so he put it on his on the dock. His uh, wife, who was eight months pregnant and couldn't see her feet, came walking out on the dock to watch the guys play volleyball, and she kicked it into the water. Oh, no. <laughs> so they all went over there and stirred everything up. And stepped uh, on it. <laughs> went, yeah, went in the next day, and they looked again. Um, and I said, well, when did you lose that ring? He said, 27 years ago. Wow. And it, it looked just like the day he lost it. You know, you'd think that gold in the sand that would maybe wear down, but it looked like brand new. Oh, yeah. Isn't that nice? I said, did your wife make you buy a new one? He says, oh, yeah, right away. (laughs) (laughs) He says, "Uh, Paul, he says, there's one thing wrong with the ring. I thought, oh, did I hit it with my scoop, you know, and chip it? Yeah. He says, it shrunk. Here he had put on about 100 pounds in those 27 years. (laughs) I think that happens to all of us. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So do you have a um, website that you have? Um, Our club, Titletown Treasure Seekers, does have a, a Facebook page. Okay, they don't have a web page? Uh, no, and neither do I. You'll have to show us okay. how to set that up. Yeah, yeah, I'll have to show you how to get it going. <laughs> there, I got you on record. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm good at them. I've, I've put together a bunch of them already. But, uh, yeah, it's close to it, getting there anyway. But, yeah, uh, anything else that you can think of that about uh, treasure hunting? Any tips or tricks or anything for the youngsters coming up? Um, you know, when I came out to see you and uh, you had everybody out in the yard, it was so dry that we really didn't do any digging. But you had objects on the backside of, like, a panel board. Uh-huh. Um, I have taken, have taken several of the new people out, and I use the white little, uh, almost like a poker chip with, you know, yep. on the backside. Yep, I have and some of them. Before we, yep. Before we get site, uh, started, I'll throw those down, and I'll have them pass over. You know, I'll do like the nickel and the pull tab together to show them that, well, you got to be digging a few pull tabs if you want to find rings or, you know, coins and just to point stuff out and let them know how their machine sounds and, you know, to uh, slow and low. Yep. Uh, I find those very helpful. And you can throw them in your pocket and take them along or your pouch. Yeah, that's a good thing to do. Also get some uh, square nails, you know, that you find in construction zones and stuff. Throw them in there also on top of it so they get a broken signal and they can learn it from it. Yeah, in fact, after, uh, you know, seeing what you did, I uh, I got some poker chips around here. I'm going to take my hot glue gun and expand on White's idea. Yeah, there you go. That'd be a, yeah, that's a good idea. Well, I took uh, different things, uh, jewelry, uh, Canadian coins, silver, clad, uh, dog tags, I did pretty much everything that we usually find out there in the ground and put it underneath these square square things to learn from. So, yeah. A lot of the guys, Ken, don't realize that Canadian coins are 90% steel. Yep, they, they come in as junk. Yep, take a... Uh, good magnets well the newer ones uh and pass over and they'll jump right on that magnet yep that's true okay well like you say, yep. like you say with the, the v3i i have uh, bottle caps separated out but the uh canadian coins fall in that bottle cap range yeah that's true that's one thing i like about that v3i it pretty much tells you what it is before you even dig it yeah, she's pretty accurate. I call mine Betty. <laughs> I don't have a name for mine yet. <laughs> Can't steal my name. I already got Betty White, and we go out swinging all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. All right, Paul. Well, I thank you for being on my show this week, and uh, we'll hope to have you come on uh, at another time down the road. Okay, thank you, Kenny, for all you do. All right, no problem. Thanks, Paul. You take care. You too. Bye. Bye. There you have it, folks. Paul from the Titletown Treasure Seekers, Green Bay, Wisconsin. So if you're over that way and uh, interested in the hobby, get a hold of Paul, or he can uh, put you in the direction of 
any one of their uh, members of their club to help you out if you have an interest in this great hobby. So thanks, Paul, and uh, we'll talk to you next, next time. And thanks for listening.